Welcome to Superfans into the Multiverse. I'm JJ. This is Nick. We're going to do some news. And then we only got one review for today. What if? Episode two. So I'm going to let Nick start off with the first news thing. Okay, this is kind of just like this is a quick one. But the earliest box office tracking puts Shang-Chi finishing with a $55 million opening weekend domestically. That's pretty good. Well, no, that's great for um, our times right now because we all know that uh, Suicide Squad only hit 22 million or 23 million on his opening weekend. That movie R was R and uh, all that stuff, right? So uh, it makes sense that it was a little lower, but since this being PG 13, I think. Yeah, somewhere in yeah, there. Yeah, somewhere, somewhere in there. Um, it's going to be a bigger opening weekend, which is great. Um, because, like I said, all movies are going to hurt until we're through this shit. So it'd probably be like a shit ton more <laughs> if it wasn't for uh, theaters being closed or, you know, in certain parts of the country. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. OK. This one I, I want to talk a little bit because I, I just love this actor. Dave Batista has an idea for his next project with Jason Momoa. So I saw this yesterday and I was like, this would be fucking awesome was uh, his idea is him and Jason Momoa doing a lethal weapon buddy cop movie and I'm just like that's what I fucking want if they were ever going to reboot lethal weapon those are the two guys that I, <laughs> that I would want in a lethal weapon movie um they're they're both awesome as fuck and you know it's just I love lethal weapon to death I think those movies are amazing and I it sucks that we're not going to get the fifth one which I, I honestly was a little worried about it like Richard Donner was it was going to be his final movie and then he passed away sadly um before you could get into production i think he was working on the script when it happened um so i i'm, I'm like it's time for a lethal weapon reboot and not like a tv version which we got which was pretty decent i didn't mind that show but it's not it's not lethal weapon you know what i mean like it's not full-on lethal weapon it's yeah. just it's a tv version uh, you know there's no hits there's no like you know it's just tv um the, i like i'm gonna tell you a little bit about my experience with the weapon i'm 13 my dad turns on the movie and the first like five minutes of the movie is just a drugged out chick without a shirt on dancing on like a, on a balcony and just fucking falling off and i'm like this movie is awesome <laughs> you know like it's just like this whole mystery comes about it and all that because they're like, why was she on the balcony? Why was she drugged out of her mind? Why did she fall 30 stories? You know, and I'm like, they could totally do that because we already got a good buddy cop movie from Dave Fatista. Oh my God, with Kamal Nanjani, but he's not a cop. What 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 was that movie, Nick? I'm forgetting. Uh it was something. I forgot. Stuber. Yeah, Stuber. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, more yeah. of a comedy buddy cop, but like Lethal Weapon's kind of like a mix of that. But um, yeah, honestly. Nick, have you seen Lethal Weapon? I think I showed I it to you. I have, yeah. It's good. It's good shit. Yeah, it's great. So if they if they do that, that that's awesome. We, because like he's like, now we just wait. That's what he said in the in the tweet. He was like, I'm putting it out there. Now we just wait, see what happens. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> it's out there now. So like maybe a producer would be like, fuck yeah, let's do that or something. You know, like it'd be sweet. Okay, I'll let I'll let you talk about Kevin Feige here. <laughs> okay, so Kevin Feige confirms that they have a release release window in mind for Deadpool three, and that Ryan Reynolds is still working on the script. And I remember him talking about how hard he is on himself when he's writing the movie. Like he just wants to make it so much better every single time he writes like a single sentence. 
Yeah, he, he says yes. He's like, now I have to up it by like 20% or something. Like, I, I, I remember seeing that video. That was that was really interesting. Yeah. Um, I just wonder when like they would even have... project this to come out. Yeah, because we don't know what it's going to be like at all. Because again, he's merged with the MCU. So does that mean he's going to be coming through a portal and then all of a sudden he's here? Does that mean yeah. we get Cable back? Does that mean we have Negasonic, Teenage Warhead? Do we have Colossus? Like, what, what's happening? Like, or is he going to be a character just by himself in the MCU, meeting all these other characters, you know? Yeah, um, just doing his own thing. Doing his own thing, which would kind of suck because he kind of had a family dynamic at the end of Deadpool 2. <laughs> yeah. You know? You know, like, I, I'm good either way. Um, it, it would be interesting to see what happens because... It, it, it's a dip it's a difficult merger of the two universes because we have such a pg-13 you know universe you can't have like him running into Captain america anymore unless it's uh you know um sam wilson yeah. um like it's like we lost the actors that you you would most likely want to see <laughs> yeah go up against ryan reynolds you know like we don't have robert downey jr we don't have chris evans we don't have uh, Scarlett Johansson, which she was married to, by the way, for a little while there. She's probably glad she got out of there before he came. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably still friends. I don't know. I'm just saying that. Um, but yeah, uh, like, and like, we don't know what's going to happen there. Uh, it, it, would be, it would be hilarious if we got to see Chris Hemsworth and uh, Ryan Reynolds do their thing together. That would be really cool. I, I saw a thing where Chris Hemsworth was like, I think my invitation got lost in the mail for free guy. Or something like that <laughs> he's like he's like thanking all his friends and chris Hemsworth. just like what the fuck i'm your friend <laughs> <laughs> so i'm sure that something will happen there but I, I honestly um i thought the script was being written already by um i didn't realize that ryan reynolds was like hard a part of it um right away i i kind of figured it out later on but i heard the script was originally being penned by the guy that did bob's burgers or the woman that did Bob's Burgers, I can't remember who it is, um, which got me worried because I'm like, I like, like I've watched Bob's Burgers, but it's not like it's two different things. Funny. Yeah, it's two <laughs> very different things. Like it's not like Deadpool is not going to have like a weird family dynamic that's just really awkward and yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, like I I can't wait to see when it, when it comes out. Uh, hopefully it's. 2023 ish that's even right. like late 2022 who knows um yeah okay i'll move on to the next thing here it's just this is pretty cool oscar isaac wanted to star in moon knight because of his incredibly unusual story we're making something that's quite different and that doesn't follow the same logic of what a lot of super films do really quick another thing on top of this there's a little bit of footage somebody on got it on an iphone of moon knight running in a park and doing a jump um for the, the show and you briefly get to see like all you could tell is that that guy's wearing all white so you're like okay that's got to be moon Knight. <laughs> um you can't really tell anything else i thought i was like okay cool and it's like not even like a like 10 second video it's like eight <laughs> just him running and jumping and you're like oh, okay they got him on wires they made him jump really high um this is cool. Like I, I like that he's coming back around because he he was um Apocalypse in X Men Apocalypse, which sucked. That movie was not good. <laughs> um, it's not Oscar Isaac's fault. Also, he kind of looked like he was from Power Rangers in that movie. 
You know what I mean? Like the yeah. prosthetic face <laughs> thing. Uh, <laughs> and then, like, I don't blame him. I kind of blame the people that were involved there. But like, uh, he did a good job acting. But now he's playing another Egyptian kind of Marvel role, which is weird when you think about it. <laughs> like, you're like, you got Apocalypse and now you got Moon Knight. Like, those are like the two main Egyptian people in Marvel, like Egyptian related people. I'm not saying that uh, uh, Mark Spector's Egyptian, but he's like got Egyptian gods helping him out and stuff like that. So, yeah, it, it's just uh, it's interesting. What do you think, Nick? Like, are you ready for Moon Knight whenever that comes? I am so excited for this show. It's just such a cool idea. Like, it's such a new, fresh character that no one really knows about, like, in terms of, like, the big spotlight. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited. And yeah, they're totally right. And if you want to get to know Moon Knight a little bit more, if you want to read stuff, go back and read Warren Ellis's run. That was amazing. Um, right now, this second issue just came out this week in the new Moon Knight series. It, so far, it's great. The first episode was awesome. Moon Knight is kind of like a weird melding of like extremely serious shit and then like shit that makes like no fucking sense. And you're like, okay, he's arm wrestling Frankenstein's monster. Um, <laughs> you know, like it's it's just weird shit. Like you just don't, it doesn't add up, but you're like, this is still fucking cool. Um, but yeah, Warren Ellis is like the really serious. He doesn't really talk, touch any of the silliness that they kind of brought in later on and like in the earlier comics too. But yeah, great character um honestly yeah warren ellis is the reason i got into the into moon knight i always knew of him but not and not until that run so yeah like um you guys should check out that stuff if you want to get to know the character a little bit before you see the show but they might change it up a lot we'll see because mcu just does whatever the fuck they want you know we got taskmaster as a woman you know um so i hope I hope it's still good. I think the costume looked good too. Did we talk about the costume last week? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Looks great. Uh looks like a mummy. I actually one of my favorite covers is of a mummy for Moon Knight. Um uh, like not like it's not Moon Knight, but he's like fighting these mummy monsters, which are yeah, whatever. I'm gonna shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> uh next thing. <laughs> okay. This is actually kind of a big thing. Uh Marvel just surprised us with the first full trailer for Eternals. And I thought it was cool. Like, I don't, I don't know too much about the characters. I know they showed a little more like the deviants and stuff and the celestials. That was kind of cool, but I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I, I enjoy the trailer. I do. I do feel like the deviants and the way they look is not my favorite thing. It's kind of reminded me of avatar for some reason, <laughs> um, which I'm like, okay, I'm okay with this. Like, and they showed core or is it i core i can't remember it might be just core um which i know him as like a devil looking like creature but he looked green and had like tentacles and shit i don't know i don't know what to call those vines would you call those vines or tentacles vines maybe i don't know <laughs> yeah vines something you look like they're made out of plant matter that's what they all look like which i which isn't what I thought deviants were in the comics. Like they're like the unnatural, you know what I mean? They are the, yeah. the monstrous, like this thing. So when I saw them fighting these creatures, um, I thought these look like they belong on earth. Like these creatures look like a different <laughs> species, um, which is not what deviants necessarily are, but I'm okay with that. Like I, I, 
I always nitpick at things and then I watch the movie and then I love it. You know, like it's it's yeah. always because I'm used to the source material. But um yeah, like I, I love the way it looked, other than core. Um, because I recently read him in a comic book and he was like all like devil looking motherfucker, um, just with like horns and all this shit. And uh yeah, like I was just really surprised that they went that route. But I'm sure it's gonna be great because Chloe Zhao is the is a visionary she does like her nomad land was such a good movie if you haven't seen that yet go on disney plus watch it it's very good i can't wait to see it where this goes i also like that um we got to see a little bit of their powers and their abilities because i'm I'm always like they can do tons of shit so i'm always a little confused on what they're like things are so that when they were showing them and then i saw a video of people explaining their powers i was like okay yeah that makes sense because sometimes you're like cersei just has magic um <laughs> athena athena just got energy blades or something you know like stuff like that you're like okay it makes a little more sense you see them do stuff in comics and you're like okay they can do that too like they're just yeah <laughs> i don't know um but yeah it's really cool and i think it's going to touch like uh people brought up that thanos is an eternal with the deviant syndrome in the comics i don't know if that they're going to bring that up um they in could the movie we'll see they could We'll see, because that would contradict with what they said. They said they yeah. yeah, they can't interfere unless Deviant was involved. I know that Thanos is an Eternal with the Deviant Syndrome, which means that he's like part. You think that would warrant something, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, but I, it's also very interesting that they're talking about this thing, the emergence, which I don't quite remember what that is. I don't know if it means like the world is going to be reborn or something. And that's why they only have seven days um, due to the energy that created by this Iron Man snap, uh, bringing everybody back. Um, it is, it's going to be an interesting story for sure, because we don't know, like, what are they fighting? Are they fighting the deviants the whole movie or are they fighting the emergence? Like... It's an interesting idea. And I, I love seeing uh, the ending part there with Brian Tyree Johnson. Is that correct? Maybe. Yeah, I'm, I'm not totally sure. I try to keep track of names all the time. But when they're at, he's like, this table's probably made out of vibrating. And then he just like <laughs> destroys it. He's like, fall collection, Ikea. I'm like, okay, so there's going to be a little bit of humor in here. That's going to be good. Um, I am enjoying the, the Eternals run that's out right now in the comics um, by Kieran Gillen. If you guys want to read something, that's good. You could also read Neil Gaiman's and John Romita Jr.'s uh, Eternals. That would be great to read before you watch the movie. Like they, they do a good job explaining the characters and doing something different. I, I like I like Kieran Gillen's a little bit more than Neil Gaiman though, because it introduces like crazy mystery with like Thanos has been dead in the in the Marvel universe for a little bit while now, um, and he, they brought him back in Eternals. So it's pretty cool. Like they they uh, they found somebody murdered, and they're like, "Who did it?" And they track him down to this like place, and it's just Thanos. And they're like, "Fuck!" Like <laughs> they're like, "He's back." Um, and now they're doing like a whole comic called Thanos Rises Eternals, and I'm like, "Oh, it's gonna be sick." So yeah, check that out. Uh, my my next thing here is pretty fucking big too. Uh, <laughs> Ironheart will make her MCU debut in Black Panther: Wakanda for an forever so what do you think nick do you know much about ironheart or you just know of her i just know of her but i know she's a cool character yeah like all honestly all characters are pretty cool but 
yeah she's she's special because she uh she kind of just um i think she came around when iron man died or was in a coma so she basically just like filled the role for a little while which was pretty cool um I don't really think that her original name was Ironheart, though. I can't remember. I think her newest suit has the heart on her chest. I can't remember. But yeah, she's a great character. I can't wait to see that happen. It's going to probably tie into the fact that Wakanda started, like, bridging out and giving technology to the world. So her her iron heart suit is probably going to be based on Wakandan technology, which will be pretty cool. Um, And she's supposed to have, like, a super high IQ. Maybe like rivaling, um, what's her name from Zuri? Zuri, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's gonna be fucking cool when they bring her in. Uh, I'm wondering, like, did, we heard that she was gonna be getting uh, a show I early on. Is, yeah, she is getting a show. I can't yeah. remember uh, because they got so many plans, man. They just keep talking about shit. I'm like, whoa. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> So she's got a show coming, which I'm sure will be great at some point. And I guess her debut, I hope she's in the movie quite a bit. Maybe she becomes part of Zuri's thing. I'm hoping Zuri is the new Black Panther. Um, because that'd be just perfect, if you ask me. A way to bring on the mantle, you know? So, uh, yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's move on to the next thing. Yeah. What you this got? is also pretty- a pretty big thing. Uh, Captain America 4 is officially set at Marvel Studios as Anthony Mackie signs on to star. What do you think? Well, I thought that was already in the bag right after. <laughs> yeah, I did too, but they just confirmed it. <laughs> yeah, they just confirmed it. So I like I don't see Anthony Mackie like stepping down for a long time. I think um, like I said, Captain America could go on forever because anybody can take up the mantle. We've got um, not anybody, but like most most heroes could just be like oh yeah i'm captain america um you know <laughs> um take it over but uh yeah i i think it, it would be really cool if we got a captain america corpse i've seen that a couple times in the comics it'd be pretty sweet if we saw that here um yeah so i, I i'm excited um i wonder who's going to be doing it because the russo brothers probably aren't yeah probably not so because the reason that i love like cats america so much is because of the winter soldier and uh civil war like those were two amazing uh movies by the russo brothers so we'll see who gets to direct and maybe it's the same guy that directed um Falcon the winter soldier yeah he did you know? a good job so. he did a good job so yeah like we'll we'll see it'll be interesting um, my next thing's pretty big too. Uh, Jim Shooter, and if you don't know who Jim Shooter is, he was uh, editor in chief at Marvel in like the eighties, nineties era. Uh, it says Marvel Studios contacted him to secure the rights for the live action Secret Wars adaptation. So that's fucking huge. Yeah, um, Secret Wars is so big. It's where Venom was first introduced as the black suit for Spider Man. Um, it had so many other things happen. It was like, it, it's crazy. My favorite Secret Wars was the most recent one um, where you got kind of like what if multiversal stories and then Battle World, which is a bunch of multiverses stuck together in one planet. And then, um, yeah, it's just like crazy ass shit. So I hope we get that. I hope we get it when Doom shows up, like Doctor Doom. Yeah. Because uh, God Doom would be so cool. <laughs> you know <laughs> if we ever got that um uh, 
So maybe like it's going to be a ways off because they're just making sure they got the rights for it, right? Which they should because, you know, it's Marvel. Everything created there stays there, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm surprised they contacted him because, like, I know he created it, but, like, you've made things of Secret Wars after. Like, you have Secret Wars 2. You have the new Secret Wars. Like, all this other stuff. And then, like, this other one called The Secret War, which was completely different. Um yeah, so like it, it's just it's just awesome shit. Like I can't wait to see this crazy, insane story come to the screen. Uh, you have any thoughts on it, Nick? I mean, it's just such a cool story. Like if they actually did it right, yeah. like it's kind of hard not to because there's so many good versions of it. But like either way, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be sweet. Okay, yeah, yeah. Next thing, the last <laughs> thing here. Okay, uh, reveal trailer for Call of Duty Vanguard releasing November fifth. I watched it all the way through. I mean, it was just a cinematic, so like, there's nothing like too crazy about it. But I like the time that it's set in, like World War II or just after, because yeah. I, I loved World War II. I know some people don't, but I, I would get this. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I uh, I watched the part of the trailer and I got really bored, <laughs> like really <laughs> quick, because it's just CG. Like I'm not seeing any gameplay, um, so I was just like, whatever. Uh, and you know every call of duty is call of duty you know it's not like you're missing out on anything um the only trailers i get excited for anymore and i don't even play these games is battlefield because they seem to go all out when they make a trailer <laughs> you're like holy shit like cinematic and gameplay and all this stuff and then this one's like three minutes of just cinematics and them shooting people i'm like okay um cool but not cool at the same time i'm down for it though i'll probably if i get a ps5 in the future i'll probably get it just for that i'm not gonna put warzone on (laughs) my ps5 because that is not ever happening i saw a thing where they're they're saying that warzone is just gonna be like a thousand gigabytes in the future you know (laughs) like it's just gonna be like a fucking insane amount because it just keeps going up and up and up and you're like how the fuck is this allowed like you can just condense it like just video games out there that are like 30 gigabytes and look like fucking awesome. And then you got this that shit that's like <laughs> muddy and green and all this fucking like what? Um make something colorful. I don't know. Um whatever. Uh yeah, so it, it's just uh excited but not excited at the same time. It's just more Call of Duty. That's from that's just for me. But yeah, I'll I'll definitely check it out at some point. Uh my last one's pretty long, so just gonna read through it i think it's like two stuck together because they were like the same thing and but separate whatever um denny villeneuve is currently writing dune part two and is optimistic it will get made dune would need a really bad outcome at the box office to not have a part two denny is still unhappy that dune is releasing on hbo max first of all the enemy of cinema is the pandemic pandemic that i get i still i'm still not happy to watch dune on a television television yeah jesus i can't speak it's like driving a speedboat in your bathtub it's ridiculous so i agree dune is a cinematic movie that needs to be seen on the big screen i totally agree but i also gotta say for people that can't experience it in a theater it should be allowed to see it on a television you know um i'm also excited about part two even though i've not seen part one because he recently said it was going to be more of a Zendaya movie than a Timothy Chalamet movie, um, which, well, it's an ensemble cast. So it's like, 
everybody, but like he's going to be more f- focusing on Zentea's character, which is going to be really interesting. Um, Nick, you probably don't know what the fuck Dune is, right? Not really, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it it's basically like there, it, it's got a turbulent history of movies being made. So we got um, the book, which everybody loves, and then you got somebody named Jordowski tried to make dune a movie and it just never happened and it had so many people in it and all this stuff but nothing came of it and then you have um david lynch making his version in the 80s or like yeah late 80s and um it was shit yet my dad loves it you know (laughs) so i've seen it a couple times and i i kind of got into it after a little while but the first time i was like wow this is just fucking weird you know like i can't can't get into it but then denny villeneuve comes in and i'm like dude can make anything good you know um i love blade runner 2049 i love uh prisoners i love i love all of his movies honestly i i can't get enough of that shit um so yeah i'm just i'm excited to see this movie it's gonna be huge um i hope it doesn't bomb because now that you said that, now I'm worried that it's going to bomb really bad. And then we're not going to get a part two, you know, <laughs> like, you're like, fuck. Uh, yeah. So it, it's just, yeah, I, I'm excited. Uh, I'm, like, have you seen the trailer, Nick? I think all? so. Yeah. 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 It's been a little while since it came out. So I, I, it's okay if you don't remember, but it's got tons of people like Jason Momoa's in it. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I did. Yeah. 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 Uh, Jason Momoa. Um, we were just talking about this other guy, Josh Brolin, um, Oscar Isaac. So many people were talking about <laughs> um, previously in this news thing. But yeah, it's just like Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, Rebecca Ferguson, um, and a couple other people. But it's just it's an epic sci-fi story on like the grandest scale ever. So I'm I'm super excited. Okay, so let's get into the the meat and bones of this thing. What if? Is that a saying? Did I just? Is, I think you just a, made it up. <laughs> I just made it up. Yeah. So Jacob's a dumbass. Here we go. <laughs> like, uh, what if? Uh, what if for you on episode two? So uh, me and Nick agree it was better than the first episode, and uh, I kind of talked about it before our podcast that I think it's because the first episode was limited to the Captain America movie and just changing one thing in the Captain America movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And I'm a big fan of the What If comics. And I was talking with my dad. He is too. And he says he's never liked What If stories that were focusing on events like Siege or What If Fear Itself or What If all these different um, events. The only one that ever stood out and was like my all-time favorite What If comic is What If the X-Men Had Lost Inferno. So this this episode was perfect because it just did What If T'Challa was Star-Lord. Like, it didn't just go through the Guardians movie. It just was like, the whole universe has changed from this one decision. Like, completely. It's not just like, oh, he meets Rocket Raccoon, he meets Drax, he gets all these guys together. It's not the same thing. It's like a completely different story. It's just way out there. Um, so yeah, pretty cool. Uh, Nick, I'll let you take this next one because it's pretty sweet. Yeah, like, Thanos being a good guy was like, it was funny, but at the same time cool. Like, just seeing him in that like in the Ravagers shirt. <laughs> it was just funny. Like it just, he was so out of place. It looked like. Yeah. But I, I loved it because you got Josh Brolin back, which was awesome. And you get these iconic lines that I think will, ne- will stick with us forever. She's like, are you crazy? Not crazy. 
mad i'm like oh shit like oh <laughs> <laughs> you're like holy fuck i can't believe this is in a cartoon like how is this even happening um and then you got him saying that he's like it's still a good idea to like wipe out half the universe but <laughs> it's it's not like perfect so we're not gonna do it but i was just like he's talking about it ah, i just loved it i thought it was great um howard the duck seth green was back and he did a little bit of a thing there that was awesome he went to the bar uh collector filled in the void that thanos left when thanos stopped being a criminal uh which was really cool so he got jacked because i'm like benicio del toro's (laughs) not jacked um i'm not trying to diss him but you know (laughs) like he's just not that type of guy so um uh anyway that was kind of crazy and then we got uh all the voices in the show other than dave batista you know and chris pratt which is just like what the fuck unless chris pratt was right i can't really tell you only had like one word or something you're like we're closed like two words you can't really yeah um anyway that, that was pretty cool uh him working at dq that was fucking sweet also getting uh his dad was back uh kurt russell he did his voice that was pretty sweet even though it was one sentence they probably were just like record it on your phone <laughs> send it you know like, don't even come in the studio um yeah, and of course we got to talk about how T'Challa was an amazing Star Lord. Like, I liked how it was like dissing uh, Peter Quill in any way because Peter Quill he was like influenced by the Ravagers to be uh, a criminal, and then you got um, T'Challa influencing the Ravagers to be good guys. You know, like it's like it's just like a yeah. whole different dynamic, um, and it's really interesting. So. I really like that it wasn't like, oh, like Peter Quill, Star Lord's just a dumbass, you know? Uh, yeah. They kind of <laughs> did that through Endgame and uh, Infinity War, which kind of sucked. But I think he's just a very misunderstood character. Like, people are just like, fuck him. Like, dude lost his mom. He's going to lose his girlfriend or lost his girlfriend. And then, you know, like, he just, he, he wants to be loved, you know? And he just doesn't get that. So it sucks. Um, and then we also got all these Easter, Easter eggs in the in the collector's stuff, which is I'm gonna let Nick take over here. Okay, sure. Okay. I know there were some other ones with like the ships, like when he found the Wakandan ship. There was like a bunch of like there was like Peter Quill's ship was in there. Oh, really? I think oh, so. I was, I was trying to pay attention, but there's so much going on in that mm-hmm. episode. I gotta watch it again because I really fucking enjoyed it. Um, yeah, but we yeah. got Thor's hammer, Cap's shield, and Hela's helmet. And that's kind of interesting because that just means like hell is dead. Yeah. Like he just kind of took over the universe. I yeah. guess it's really interesting. So I wonder if it's the universe where hell was like legit Thor's sister instead of being like sent somewhere, you know, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, how did he find her if she wasn't able to escape for like thousands of years? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just interesting. Um, and the hammer yeah. wasn't destroyed either. Yeah, the hammer wasn't destroyed. So there you go. Like maybe this is a universe where there is two brothers and a sister, you know, um, instead of two brothers and then a random sister that comes out of nowhere and tries to fucking kill everybody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, cool shit. Uh, I'd give this episode a, a good old 11 out of 10. I Same really here. enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I'm honestly going to watch it over and over again until the next episode comes out. I'm crossing my fingers. It's the zombies one because I really want to see that one really bad. Nick says he wants to see Killmonger and Iron Man one. I'm like, I'm down for any, but honestly, like that zombie one, I'm hyped because it showed like we've seen Tony Stark zombified. We've seen Chris Evans, not 
not Chris Evans, sorry, Steve Rogers, same person, but zombified. And I want to see uh, Winter Soldier go up against those zombies. It'd be pretty sweet. Uh, yeah. So uh, I think that's uh, pretty much it. JJ and Nick signing off. Thanks, guys.